What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Future. This is the podcast where we talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. And I'm Yaya. I'm Ugo. Hey, Ugo goes first. Why? Just because I said so. There, you need to oh, learn I your place. This guy needs to learn his place. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I object. It's nice to see you too, I'm just Joseph. kidding. <laughs> we just got back, guys. We just got back from the movies from seeing Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Great film. I'm really eager to talk about it with these fine young men. And uh, but first off, we're gonna go ahead and get started with Oogle's choice, Legally Blonde. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, hey, I take that back. Oops. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. You continue <laughs> no, to go before no. we go. <laughs> I'm back number three. People who are not watching, I accidentally hit the camera with my hand. But whatever. Anyone who isn't watching should be. Very true. Where yeah, so we're gonna talk about Legally Blonde, Oogle's choice, great yeah. selection. Mm-hmm. I had never seen the movie. I so never saw it. Thank you for. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I know what movie we should talk about this week. Legally Blonde. Hey. Why? Because it came up on YouTube randomly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll watch this clip. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. So, yeah. Had I'm, you seen I, it before? I, yeah, you oh. know, yeah, I've seen it plenty of times. Legally Blonde watched by three illegally browns. Oh, wait. wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I'm illegally yeah. whitish. You're tan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're all... I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just disclose that real quick. <laughs> uh, that's going to get cut out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and just jump right into the film. Um, first first thoughts, everyone. Go ahead, Ugo, start it off. Um, definitely, like, a quintessential 2000s movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you find, like, a main character, like, the struggle that's coming her way and well female character i guess specifically um the struggle that's coming her way is not only just like a gender kind of thing but it's also like a society thing because she's she has this image of oh you're the blonde sorority girl so you're put into this little box and she wants to break out of that box so she's like screw you guys i'm gonna go to harvard and Mm -hmm. The rest was history. Well, her initial motivation was a f- was for a boy. True. So, right, yes. yeah. Which yeah. I didn't like, but I did like the direction the film took, you know, halfway through or whatever. So, uh, Edward, uh, what are your uh, initial thoughts about it? I like that, <clears throat> like like Ugo said, like she's supposed to be like the typical dumb blonde, but right off the back they show like, you know, when she's at the department store and she's like, were you trying to sell me that? She's like, that's from so-and-so. Like, so she, she knows what, what's up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I like that. And, uh, but yeah, it, it is very outdated and mm. it's, I don't know. It starts off like, I think, aren't they like passing out like, a like an envelope or something? I don't know. It's it just very, everybody to sign. it's, it's just very two mm-hmm. thousands, but yeah. I, I, I had never seen it. I never planned on seeing it. And when you, you said to go watch it, I watched it in the first 20 minutes. Like I said, I was like, uh, but no, it, I got, I, I got into it. I liked it. Yeah. It's I have to admit. Movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a fun movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your first, th- yeah, your it's a, I mean, it's a feel good movie. Honestly, it's a perfect pairing for what we just saw. What were you doing when you were watching it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is very attractive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she is. is. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I wanted to ask you guys, do you think you, they could make that movie again nowadays? Yeah. Um, I think so. I think it would have a much more political tone to it, but... But, I mean, just the way it is now, do you think they could release it? Because, mm-hmm. like, in in the beginning, it's pretty iffy as far as political correctness. Yeah. I mean, 
How so? Uh, because she's so enamored with this dude, and he's the center of the universe, and she's willing to overlook all those things. Initially, she is. Yeah, initially. I'm just saying. But it has a good message. True. I think she yeah. finds herself. But also, uh, the whole thing about if you're rich, you get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just on merit that she got. I mean, she did get the proper scores to get into the, um, well, I guess, to even apply. But aside from that, they chose her off of a diversity thing, which is not to say that that happens now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That yeah. certainly does happen now. But I think if they were to try to do this movie now, um, in today, this year, I don't think it would fly as as well. Or, I mean, even if they did produce it, it wouldn't get mm-hmm. such great reviews. It'd yeah. be one of those, like, you know, oh, she is, first of all, she's white, so already there, people are going to be really upset. Because um, this could be any car- any person. It could be, like, any type of person. Just someone that's, like, into fashion, pretty much. Or even, if, like, it wasn't, let's say she was in, like, she was that feminist character. Let's say she was that, like, you know, super ultra-feminist, but people are still doubting her because she's not the typical lawyer mold. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. it could still be any person just as long as that being a lawyer or studying law wasn't the original plan for her. Hmm. Um, and then there comes in the whole idea of that she's in a sorority. And I know, I mean, it, it's constantly an issue. I don't know if it's an issue more for sororities as it is for fraternities but like you know hazing and all of that mm-hmm. shit i'm sure that would play a big part in it. if people try to do that today they're like oh well why does she have to be in a sorority what does that matter you know anyway mm-hmm. yeah yeah this takes place in a universe where mm-hmm. nothing bad happens to people <laughs> <laughs> right yeah <laughs> the, the the one bad thing that happened to a person like happened off screen and we just hear about it uh the guy who got murdered yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, it's not really. Yeah. Um my first my first thoughts on the film were I it's something I wouldn't typically watch. Um I've I've heard of the movie and I knew it was uh it had famous scenes and I knew Reese Witherspoon, you know, I wouldn't say it made her career, but she's definitely known for legally blonde. She took off from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh I had never seen it. I thought I had, but I guess I didn't. And uh, I'm really glad I did. Uh, and, and initially I was like, wow, this, this film's like super dated. Um, but it was still fun. It's a really fun film. Um, the, acting's, the acting's good. And it's funny. It's got some really funny oh, yeah. moments yeah. in it. It's, it's super comedic. And um, I think anyone who, who's, who, may, who hasn't seen it and is hesitant to because it's not your type of film, which was the case for me, I would recommend you watch it because mm-hmm. it's a fun movie. It's entertaining. <clears throat> and it's, it's, uh, it's nice to step away and step out of your comfort zone and, and try something different. So yeah. I really, that's what I really liked about it my for- initially. For what it is, the acting is pretty solid, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, aside from her, the whole getting into Harvard bit, I think everything else is fairly believable. Mm -hmm. You know, even like some of the courtroom scenes, I could be like, yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, maybe not every Mm -hmm. part of that courtroom scene, but. Dude, you know what's fucking hilarious to me is whenever that guy breaks up with their and he's like oh it's a salad and then like as she's like crying leaving like you can hear somebody in the background like i don't think that was a salad (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that shit just made me laugh yeah Yeah, i was like that's awesome um yeah so oh uh didn't you want to ask about uh the gay character 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask what you thought of the Hilarious. of that yeah. <laughs> the um, representation in that film. Or... So yeah, I mean, I thought that was obviously it was a bit of an extreme and they used mm-hmm. a lot of stereotypes because they're mm-hmm. like because whenever one of the um uh mrs windham what brooklyn is that her name yeah brooke windham yeah mm-hmm. that she's uh they're trying they're connecting all the dots saying like oh yeah he is gay she's like you know what i did find a share tape in the pool house <laughs> oh, and yeah. i'm like i mean it could have been any artist but saying share i guess just really like enforce that i mean is it though is it a stereotype (laughs) oh totally i mean your car is named share i like share yeah Uh, see why i brought that up now no after i got done watching i told ugo i was like hey i just finished it and he sent me like a little gif of that yep i sure did yeah he is that gay guy that part where he's like tapping his toe don't stomp yeah your little last season product was at me honey yeah and i was like i want to add is you know, we're talking about stereotypes because they're like, oh, he knows about fashion. You know, he's, he has to be gay. Uh-huh. So, what are, so what are your thoughts on that? I mean, personally, mm-hmm. I do like fashion. And even to the point, like, I have a favorite fashion runway of all time. But I know other people who, I mean, don't give two shits about it. Okay. You yeah. know? I mean, I'm not the type that's going out and buying the latest designer whatever. Mm-hmm. But I... I, I can say I know about stuff. Like I can look at something and be like, "Oh yeah, that's really good." Like I watch. I used to watch Project Runway. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this new one on Netflix that's really good, actually. Uh, Next in Fashion, super good reality show about fashion. And um, I mean, as much as I love, you know, award shows, a big part of that is the red carpet and who's wearing what. Even to the point that, I guess, fashion plays a little more than I tend to realize because there are times where you'll see a celebrity wearing something at this award show and you're like, Oh, that doesn't look terribly flattering. Mm-hmm. But when then you look at their pictures, they're like, Oh yeah, it looks great. Why? For example, the Oscars, let's say, you know, cause we're fresh off the Oscars. There are times where the top half of somebody's outfit is great or it's really, you know, simple and there's not a whole lot of like, you know, People, like, bedazzle shit and, like, you know, feathers or what have you. Reason being is that if they suspect they're going to win the pictures the next day, when they're taking, like, you know, their picture with that Oscar, Mm -hmm. it's going to stand... The Oscar will stand out so brightly compared to, you know, if they wore something crazy underneath. Mm -hmm. So, um, Renee Zellweger this year, she wore a white dress. It was nice, you know, it looked great on her, but she's, like, this thin, so obviously, you know, mm-hmm. she felt great in it, um, but it was just, like, a plain white dress. However, she was likely going to win when the next day they show the picture of her holding the Oscar that stands out, like, tremendously, because it's, like, this gold right in front of a white dress. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, so, yeah, I guess I do know a little bit about fashion nice 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 the back button there you go yeah get it from the back only done it a million times (laughs) there you go uh anywho yeah so um stereotype absolutely Mm -hmm. but um i mean controversial statement i'll say a lot of stereotypes are typically based on some kind of truth Mm -hmm. stereotypes exist for a reason yeah (laughs) i mean I'd um also the the 
the representation of the Latino community in that <laughs> was very uh, minimal. <laughs> now that I'm thinking the, about it, the the entire cast was pretty much white. Yeah, was yeah. there any yeah. African Americans? Oh yeah, there was one. Uh, she was dancing when they were doing the <laughs> what, was, what was it called? What's the dance? Oh, one? that like the oh yeah, snap. in the nail salon, the yeah, bend okay. and uh, bend and snap. Bend and snap. Right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. With yeah. Siffler's mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like even again. To the main character, she didn't have to be white. Like mm-hmm. it could have been anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the one Latino person or the one that stood out, he was not only a <laughs> worker, he was, he was their, gay. He was their and pool he, boy. Yeah, he was a liar. So, yeah. I, actually, he should have been like put in jail for like perjury, right, or something. He right, was lying yeah, on the stand. Yeah, court. yeah. Yeah. Took an oath. That's hilarious. Instead, they just let him stomp out of court chasing or, his boyfriend. <laughs> What's the line that he says that, um, like, the because I remember uh, L's two friends, like, they roll their eyes after he says something. What did he say? Uh, no, I can't remember. Yeah. Like, he says something like, you know, I love her with all my heart or something like mm-hmm. that. And they're just like. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah. I, I want to jump over to Yaya about why why you're talking about um, how you think this movie couldn't be made now. So, what was your reasoning again for that? Oh, I was just asking your opinion on whether or not it could be made. Okay, well, so what's your opinion on it? Uh, yeah, if they mix if they mix around the uh, the plot is solid. I think they could get away with the mm-hmm. plot, but they need to mix around the diversity a little bit, like make the main character. But what was the issue about her motivation for going to... Oh, it was just... The idea that she's going after a boy Mm -hmm. and uh, women hating women. But in the end, it all works out. I'm like, people latch on to anything to criticize. Mm -hmm. So I was just curious. I I think what the filmmakers are trying to do, and this is just my opinion, they're they're taking a, um, what you would call like a stereotype of you know movies like this like you know disney movies get criticized for the princess always Mm -hmm. wanting a prince and this is the same scenario she's let's look at her as a princess wanting this guy prince charming and i think what they do is they start the movie off initially that's her goal but then she comes in her own and she realizes hey i don't need this guy to fulfill my life i'm the only person who can fulfill my life so what they're doing is they're taking that stereotype and they're flipping it around kind of showing people hey like this is what people used to make movies about, or this is what people, this is like something, a, a, a plot in another film. Mm-hmm. And we're taking that and we're twisting it around and we're flipping it and reversing it and showing you a different perspective. But, but also, uh, I have no opinion on, that, on the matter. I'm just bringing it up. Uh, she finds comfort in pedicures and manicures. And whenever, uh, they a lot of people do. And that's her character. True, but whenever they end a scene, uh, her and her friends go shopping time. I mean, a lot of people do that. Retail therapy. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it because that's her character. Okay. That's how they, even her own parents are like, you don't, they're like, you're not a lawyer. You like, you're pretty and you like to shop and you're into entertainment. That's what you're good at. You're colored dumb. Yeah. They're just like, you're not into uh, being a doctor or a lawyer. And that's just, that's just who she is. That's yeah, her character. Settle for being pretty. Like, that's good enough. You, you won know? pageants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, I don't think it's like a controversial thing because that's literally the character. That's who she was initially. But mm-hmm. that's what this whole film is about, is about finding who you are as a person and, following, and yeah, and, and blossoming. Growth. That would be No, was, that's yeah. what I was going to say, because she was in a spot where she had pretty much everything. She had the friends. 
she had uh, i guess like her, uh, i would say i don't know about the career but she, you know she had her path going in fashion mm-hmm. yeah everyone liked her and then she went to like the uh the harvard law and everyone just judged her right away mm-hmm. right yeah and she didn't have to be there but she like i guess she used that to succeed yeah it's yeah. It's, it's it, it honestly it's a surprisingly deep film for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh totally they deal yeah. with a lot of for on the surface issues. for because, what I mean, most people think it even is. to the point of like the villain who we think mm-hmm. is you know gonna be the bitch the entire time and she did have her bitchy moments uh Selma Blair's character um Vivian is that her yeah name? Vivian right? yeah um they end up becoming friends you know like they oh, yeah. have a moment where they understand each other. And then it's kind of like, hey, you're actually not terribly different than I am. Or the same kind of stereotypes that people are putting on you in a parallel way, they're kind of putting on me too, but just mm-hmm. the opposite of what they expect of you. And you honestly, the movie is way ahead of its time with the whole Me Too movement. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because they yeah. showed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I... I would say that movie's kind of late. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. all right. That shit's been sure. happening okay. to women that's for actually a really good point. fucking yes. years, sure. dude. So yeah. that kind of stuff needs true. to be yeah. more. It should have yeah. been in film sooner. Yeah. It's like one girl's getting my coffee and the other one I'm filling up. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Talk so, about damn. The sexist. Men are uh, trash. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ch- 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 there ch- any ch- single ones? <laughs> find me especially if you're a lawyer <laughs> or if you're uh luke wilson lawyer. luke wilson is the good, good guy good yeah <laughs> yeah not the oh wow not him wow. it's not him yeah. <laughs> had a big discussion it's definitely not him <laughs> no um yeah and so from this movie you know it sparked some other it's i think two sequels mm-hmm. and or at least one yeah I know. and mm-hmm. um it also sparked a broadway show that had a pretty decent run and apparently it's supposed to be really good. I know that there's a copy of it somewhere online because MTV did a reality show around the time when the musical came out or yeah, well, no, it was already out and they were just like recasting Elle Woods mm-hmm. and it was pretty much that the MTV show was about finding the new oh, lead okay. of the musical oh. and um, they did and they filmed the whole thing and aired it on MTV so I know it's somewhere out there. Though, again, I'm a huge musical fan. I really am. To me, it's one of those that I'm like, mm, I don't see that working that well. Again, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same way like when they announced Mean Girls was going to become a musical. Like, why? Like, I would <laughs> rather see it as a play, not a musical. Yeah. And luckily enough, it is coming to Austin um, next year. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'll check it out and see if it's any... The Legally Blonde one's coming? No, uh, Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Oh, Mean Girls. Coming. I don't think Legally Blonde is like around anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's playing right okay. now. But, yeah. um, oh, we should do a, a Mean Girls podcast. <laughs> Ooh, that would be great. That would be a good one. Love Mean Girls. Yeah, I, I think, too. you know, there's like that one film of every generation. I definitely feel like ours is Mean Girls. It's like a lot of references in that movie are still relevant today. Um pop culture wise and even in like you know film wise and i i love mean girls i think it's really good totally like when yeah i wouldn't say one of my top faves but it's really good it's got a lot of iconic moments absolutely what about this movie so this movie uh, let's talk about some of the iconic moments uh recently kim kardashian redid the harvard law uh video for it was like mm-hmm. her halloween thing yeah. or whatever oh, yeah. uh who did it better <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Oscar winning actress. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Oh, I was going to use a much not nice word. Yeah, I would have too, but hey, she does have other talents. I respect that. She's freeing a lot of people from prison. She sure is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will absolutely give her credit for that. Yeah. You know, found something to dedicate her time to. I mean... She is rich as oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, she is becoming a lawyer, right? Whatever she wants, and she's actually studying oh, yeah. law. Oh, so she actually yeah, yeah, yeah. a lawyer. She's going to oh. become a lawyer, so, yeah. Damn. I think that's why she did a Woods for Her Halloween. father was a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I will give her credit in that sense. That's cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, wa- sure. I watched the remake one because uh, Arissa, my wife, was like, oh, I was like telling her, like, oh, this is familiar because of Kim Kardashian, and she didn't know what I was talking about, so I showed it to her. Yeah. But watching watching Kim Kardashians, I was just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, she's not the best actress in no, the world. No, not at all. You know? She certainly had her fair share of screen time. And it's, but, uh, it's, you know, it's interesting watching somebody who, like, hasn't bought a new face and then somebody who has oh, <laughs> i know as much as they try and deny it it's like oh that's dude. not your original no, nose no. i know yeah. it's not don't pretend that's not your original nose cheekbones lips forehead yes. yeah but hey she decided and chose to have that done good for her good great for, for her. you yeah you know i would never we do say that. it in jest but realistically i think as a collective we i can was all born say, handsome cool you do your thing <laughs> what the, what happened you know, it was the accident yeah ask your it? mom about it oh <laughs> hey <laughs> what? that's not nice <laughs> she isn't the brown dudes so. <laughs> I, oh i know <laughs> that's what you do um so uh, i was gonna tell y'all uh fun f- two fun facts that i know about uh legally blonde mm-hmm. one of them uh uh what's her name reese witherspoon mm-hmm. she, i'm like i was gonna call her Elwood. woods um <laughs> she got to keep a lot of her costumes from from the from the movie mm-hmm. and how i know that is a couple years ago maybe last year actually she did a whole like um instagram live where she was going through all of the the pieces that she still had and was trying some on and she's like oh yeah this still fits and she kept a bunch of shoes she kept a bunch of the coats and all this stuff that you know typically with movies you don't keep any of them right, you yeah. know like you have to steal something yeah, yeah. to to have it like go with you otherwise it gets archived or mm-hmm. repurposed and put in um, a museum somewhere yeah, yeah put in a museum so yeah she got to keep them some of them not everything and the other one is her professor, the one that, you know, kind of touchy, pushes touchy. her. Uh, 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 her. The actress's name is Holland Taylor. Um, she recently was in Austin because she did a play called Anne about mm-hmm. Anne Richards, the former governor of Texas. And they were doing it here in Austin. Um, you know, they were just having it come here and she was part of like the writing process. So they were doing a press tour and I actually got to interview her. When she was here in in Austin, so uh, nice. yeah, I have a have a picture and some some footage that I'll, I'll share with y'all. Wanna check it out. What uh what other movies has she done? Cause she looked famous. Like uh, I know. Well, I was just gonna say I I recently saw her in George of the Jungle, so that's why. I, I, <laughs> I, I have seen that in a long time. I'm just saying it just popped up. I was like, I saw. Yeah, her. I remember that. Holland Taylor was also in the Truman Show. She was uh, Truman's mom. mom okay. Like, you know, she was an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that whenever she was here, she was talking how she's going to be in um, the next Bill and Ted's 
oh, really? uh, adventure, whatever the new movie is going to be called. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, she's going to be in that. But I mean, um... excellent. Well, speaking of yeah. speaking of Why Bill and it Ted, off? it does. It only has yeah, like a ten minute recording That's, limit. Can you grab that for us? Buy me a new one, thanks. <laughs> That black that picture. So really quick, we're gonna go ahead and uh, show this new. Give it to Edward. Go, Edward. Show that camera. Uh, we. This is some amazing artwork that was made for the podcast. Wow. Is it in your way? No, you're good. Oh, okay. Edward had it. So yeah, we were gonna say. Tell the story. To, talk yeah, about it. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we re- we recently had a guest on. Well, not recently, but we've had a guest on, and his name's uh, Jeffrey Garcia. He's like an indie filmmaker from San Marcos, and when he came. Um, he brought his girlfriend who is an actress in his films and we actually got to uh, meet her and we saw that she did some, uh, she does some art and we asked her, Hey, could you do a picture for us? And she was like, yeah. And they're both amazing, both amazing people and we love them and we want them back. But, um, yeah, she did a great job on this. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go check out her art. I'm going to post the link right here, uh, and just give her some likes and some love and we appreciate it very much. Definitely. Would say there, love club. Yeah, the love yeah, club. The love club. Yeah, check them out. That's really cool. Check it out, That's guys. Awesome. We're gonna have all the links, everything. Please go visit, buy some shit, order some shit, get it going. Yeah. Support local yeah. artists. Hell yeah. Get Thank you. Shit. Thank you again for that. And uh, I told her um, I want to have her on the podcast so we can have yeah. her here talk about um, her acting and her art. And I think it would be an interesting one. So we need to get on the ball and get a, a date scheduled for that. Nice. Um, yeah, but awesome. Uh, I just want to add, Holland Taylor was also in Two and a Half Men. That's she sure where was. I knew her. From. Oh, yeah. yeah. She plays uh, she Charlie, Charlie Sheen's, Sheen's mom. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys. Well, real quick, we're at the 25-minute mark. So we're going to go ahead and end the video uh, portion of the podcast. If you're watching this, please go and listen to the rest on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google, we're everywhere. We're gonna have all the links mm-hmm. for everything. Go check out the rest of the podcast. Oh, can I give a shout out real quick? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. David Brena in Germany, bro. He's currently serving in the armed forces. Thank, thank you, you for, for your, your service. service. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Thank you for but, listening. Uh, but yeah, thanks for for the kind message. He's been listening to the podcast, and yeah, I was like, cool, making all its way out to to Germany pretty badass that's awesome hey uh leave us a message i know i already know who your favorite is on the show but go ahead and let let, who's your second favorite who's your second favorite (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well everyone thank you for uh watching and like i said continue listening bye later cut them cut them shits off all right guys well um oh real quick uh when's the last time did you get that you guys have seen so you know uh at the end of legally blonde uh, they show what happened to everybody. Mm-hmm. When's the last oh, time you've yeah. seen that in a movie? Oh, yeah, that's wow. Good fellas? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know what? Uh, you're right. I was thinking about that. I was like, eh, it's been a while since I've seen a movie that do that. But yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't even put two and two together that maybe other people thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, oh, this. And I feel like that's such like an old school film technique. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, it's totally dated. It's like, like a 90s thing because it's it oh uh it, they did it in that movie uh can't hardly wait with jennifer love hewitt mm-hmm. or at the oh, end that's right i love that movie have you seen it or no. no no oh you need to watch it it's good we'll do a podcast about it it's like that weird period in movies when everything had to have closure mm-hmm. right yeah nothing could be open-ended mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. funny with mm-hmm. warners mm-hmm. is like he graduated without honors oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or without, without honors or without yeah. a girlfriend yeah, yeah. and a jo- any job offers mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that's Jesus. awesome 
Um, I think I want to record the portrait of the lady one so we can have two videos up. If you want, you to. want to do that. Yeah. You want to guys on a Ugo's? You want to hit? Oh, record on that I, again. I was or? like, we are recording. <laughs> yeah, we had, that's what you we meant, had you stopped. Meant, no. No. Now it the is. Red light. Oh, hit it again. Red light. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. We're getting the stuff. Is it going? Um, you're hitting the wrong button. Am I? Oh, this one. There you go. There you go. You're, that's recording too. Okay, guys. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up all the Legally Blonde talk. I hope we did it justice. Um, Ugo, closing yeah. thoughts on it? Fun movie. Um, definitely a good watch. Like if you're in a – I want to watch a good rom-com. Um, mm-hmm. Fun courtroom scene. And, yeah, like we said, it's super relevant topics yeah. even until today. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. I, I like watched it. it. I, like, I don't know if I'll ever watch the sequels because I know there's a Legally Blonde 2 and Legally mm-hmm. Blondes. So, yeah, yeah, I'll probably yeah. watch those, but this one's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, solid movie. Um, the part that rings truest to me is uh, when she's giving her alibi, and it's like, oh, yeah, if that happened nowadays, that they would rather go to jail than admit 100%. to that. 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, I can agree with that. Great movie, though. Um, all right, guys, so let, we're going to go ahead and dive into Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Who is this directed by Yaya? This was Celine Skiyama. She's a French filmmaker. Lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian movie. Let's. Yeah, so two, two different, like I keep mentioning, two different type of mm-hmm. feminist style movies, you know. One, breaking the barriers of what society has on you as a woman. And this one is definitely. Just showing you know, a struggle. It is just like. Yeah. I let's just go into it because yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, uh, it's, um, it's kind of a lot yeah yeah we'll start with yeah, yeah initial thoughts on the movie uh you can be negative positive whatever whatever you thought nothing negative it went on for a long time I feel mm-hmm. but I don't see anywhere where they could have shaved time off it was all necessary just to get you into the mood and the atmosphere of it uh phenomenal acting good story uh it. It won the uh, best screenplay at Cannes yeah. Film Festival. You know, I have to admit, and I thought of that when I mean that was one of the first things that they showed in the in the opening credits, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, this is probably going to be dialogue heavy, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to be reading a lot, looking up to see what's going on. There mm-hmm. was not a lot of dialogue no. in there mm-hmm. at all. I mean, of course, that is to clarify to people, screenplay does not only mean dialogue. dialogue right. yeah. I mean, it is like all kinds of directions, scene descriptions, and. All Not that, everyone's but. Tarantino. Did, oh. <laughs> so, did you guys notice it? Like the we're not done, uh, Edward. Oh. What are your uh, initial uh, thoughts on the movie? I thought it was very sad. I mean, because yeah. it's like she doesn't have a choice, and the one time she does find happiness, it's only for like two days. But I mean, before mm-hmm. you know, before the the mom comes back. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it is. A, it's a heartbreaking film. Google. Yeah, um, I agree. It was a bit slow to to start to get into. I, I concur that there I didn't see a whole lot of places that I could be like, and eh, we didn't need that scene. We didn't need to do that, you know. It, the whole, you know, the, like, maid of the house, that kind of scene didn't necessarily add a whole lot. It was, it wasn't unnecessary, but it was just kind of like, eh, I, I could have done, if they didn't have that, I'd be fine, you know. Right. But it was still, it wasn't bad, you yeah. know. Um, great acting. Um, I think as a person in the LGBT community, 
it's super relatable. Even even without saying that, you know, part of the community, I think at least I've had this experience where in a short amount of time I identified so much with somebody that I was fearful of missing them, you know? Even if it was just like it wasn't romantic. It was just like I made a connection with somebody so well that them leaving or the thought of them leaving really like brought me down mm-hmm. and to the point of you know it it made me scared because there was a line in the in the movie they said something like that right where um she talks about like being being afraid if i'm i think so if i'm not mistaken well she mentions bravery something yeah 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 yeah, that, yeah. She's, uh, saying that she's not brave i thought mm-hmm. you were talking about the part where she's where she says something about being alone and being free oh yeah um Mm, no, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking of that part, but mm-hmm. yeah. But over, I mean, overall, I did enjoy it. Like out of ten, <clears throat> uh, like eight point eight, maybe a nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so this is my second viewing of it, and shout out Amy and Megan. I went with them initially to go watch it the first time, and then I watched it again with you guys because um, I, I did enjoy it the first time. And, and um, I don't know, I just foreign films, you know, there is some reading involved, and I always like to go and see them twice just to, um, since I already kind of know what's being said and what the story is, I get to like focus on more mm-hmm. things like cinematography mm-hmm. and framing and all that other good stuff. Kind of put my director hat on and look at it through that lens. And, um, yeah, I liked it the second time around. I think it's a very, uh, quiet film. It's, it's, there's no score. There's no musical score to it. Yeah. The, there, there is music, but it's, it's used in a very, it's, it's diegetic sound. It's all yeah. in involved in the scene. Mm-hmm. The music that you hear is the music, the characters are hearing. Right. There's no, you know, you know, overtone yeah. or whatever. Um, and also that I think it's a, it's a tragedy. I realized this the second time around. They they read this Greek tragedy or they're reading a book um in the in a, and it's very much intertwined with the film. And essentially that is what we're seeing. We're seeing mm-hmm. the, a real life adaptation of that book they're reading in the movie. And um it, it's it's a love story, but it's a tragic love story because I see I realized the second time that there was no way that this was going to have a happy ending for the century that they lived in. And the fact that they were both women attracted to each other, there was, I mean, you know, up until recently people couldn't even, you know, legally be married. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, they're thinking, think putting my, my mindset in that century time, there was no way in hell that there was ever, they were ever going to get to live happily ever after, you know, um, that, that was, those are my, you know, initial thoughts. And, uh, building on the point of no music, I feel like they compensated for that by having such good sound. Because mm-hmm. every paints, single, you know. yeah, mm-hmm. when she's brushing up against the canvas or even when they're moving moving stuff around, it just Creaks sounds It almost board. felt really yeah. loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. like, this is absurdly loud. I don't think it really yeah. sounds like that, but, you know. And the crackling of the fire, like, like you yep. mm-hmm. really hear well, that. Yeah. So I, I thought about that, and I was like, this is what it feels like to live in a world where there's no external noise, no highways, noise pollution, no phones going yeah. off, yeah. no mm-hmm. no TV screens, no AC. You hear all, the you hear time. wind, you hear the floorboard, you hear the house creaking, and you hear mm-hmm. fire cracking, yep. and yeah. that's it. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. I think you know. I feel like an old soul sometimes because 
that to me was just like, God, I would love to live in something like that where there's just quiet, there's peace, there's tranquility, there's people that come in and out of your lives that you may never see again. You know, they had this fucking immense connection, this like something that, yeah, yeah, something that you, that most people only dream of ever having and experiencing. Mm -hmm. And as, as intense as it was, it burned out just as quickly. Mm -hmm. And that's heartbreaking. It's mm. sad, man. Yeah, nowadays, if you if that happens to you, you're just like, okay, I'll find him on Facebook. Yeah, then you got fucking Steven over here swiping on Hinge. I think I love this girl. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. um... Like, I... I haven't had an intense, you know, connection with somebody like that romantically, you know, in a in that it only lasted a short period, but... You bitch! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, wait! <laughs> no, um, but... I do have a like one time uh, thing that it was all in the span of a day that um, met a guy. I was not trying to like make anything happen. Mm-hmm. He approached me. I'm typically the initiator myself. He approached me, made all the moves, said all the things, was very obviously into me to the point that I was like, this dude's like messing with me. I don't mm-hmm. think this like I there's no way he is first of all, I did not think he was gay. I totally was like you know, unfortunately playing into stereotypes, I'm like, you are dressed horribly. <laughs> like you do not sound the the you know, the typical way. I mean, just it it was being totally stereotypical, but what I expected, you know, I guess. And spent pretty much the whole day together. We were in a I'm trying to be discreet because this person is famous online oh, um I, i'll show y'all who it is I just oh, okay the cameras um anyway so he uh yeah we connected mm-hmm. we had a good time the rest of the day um after you know we were at an event after the event ended he was like oh what are you gonna do after this and i was like oh well i was just gonna go hang out with you know the other people who are here he's like well would it bother you if i asked you to go like have lunch with me mm-hmm. i was like okay you know what sure Let's go. We had our day, you know, into the night. We hooked up. We had our deal. It was great. We had a really good time. Talked about, you know, he doesn't live here in Austin. And it was like, oh, you know what, dude? I actually would love to come visit, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Stayed in contact for a little bit. And out of nowhere, completely got ghosted. I mean, to the point that it was like we were on a path. It clearly, I mean, I was like, I don't think I'm going to date this person. We're in different cities. I don't do long distance. I've tried it before. It doesn't work for me. And we connected, but I kind of identified with how I imagined these girls feeling that in your mind, you just know it's over. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it ended. Whether you wanted it to or not, it's done. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that la- that scene where she just says, turn around and looks at her, that hit me hard. That I was like, that was the last time they had that. Mm-hmm. That was the one little glimpse of them being able to remember what they had. Because who knows where life was about to take you after mm-hmm. that, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I think that part was very relatable to a lot of people, you know? Because whether it was a romantic connection or even just with friends that you fall out, like, you have something as intense as it was short or long at one point you realize this was it mm-hmm. yeah. it's over and that was the the tragic part i think because there was no 
there was not going to be a resolution. Mm-hmm. It was over. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I have a question, though, about the movie. What was the whole purpose of the painting? Just to give to uh, her future husband? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he can see whether he liked, wanted mm-hmm. to marry her or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did like how they, they show, like, you know, how they paint and stuff. How they how they paint and stuff. The process, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And it's yeah. interesting because it's like you, you almost see it. I mean, it's not very detailed, but it's like you almost see it coming to life. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're Absolutely, painting Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can... You can assume a lot of uh, emotions or feelings from the way that somebody is creating art, whether it's, you know, a film or in this case, a painting, you know, you can really, you can kind of understand what that person is, you know, is dealing with when she drew her the first time, just really like stern and upset. Mm -hmm. You know, at least I kind of noticed that the first time she drew her, she painted her, it was a completely different emotion because she kind of had to make it up. Mm -hmm. She didn't have anybody posing. The second time around, however, there was almost like a Mona Lisa smile where you didn't know if she was happy or if she was sad. It was somewhere in between, and they really caught that. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure the character was feeling those things, you know? She didn't she was still upset about her future, upset about, you know, her sister passed away. But she was having this really good time with this girl, mm-hmm. you know, connecting with her, being happy again. So the painting kind of, it, it embraced that as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, that was really smartly done. Yeah. I like the part wherever she's looking at the original painting. Cause in the movie originally uh, another painter tried to paint this girl and she wouldn't let him. So there's this unfinished painting of her body with no head and the, the new artist that that's brought in is examining it and she holds a candle too close to it and the heart the the chest area catches on fire and and it's just like burning realize that oh yeah it's in her heart it's the heart area and 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 it's burned yeah it's just burning yeah well see i wasn't sure if it was on accident or on purpose i i don't think it i I mean i i took it as an accident But, you know, she was like, oh, well, whatever, it's on fire. I'm going to just throw it in the fire. Pit. Yeah, because the next it thing you see it in the, in the flames. Literally a portrait of a lady on fire. Fire. Mm, Quite so literally. Meta. And then there is an actual portrait of a lady on fire <laughs> yeah. that she drew, but it's you don't even get a good look at it. And they yeah. never talk about it again. Yeah. You see the moment that inspired it. Inspired it, it yeah. But Which you is don't a see... beautiful, beautiful oh, that was shot, great. man. Yeah, it was fantastic that whole the that well i guess there yeah there was one of the times where they use music where the women are, are they're all that singing in harmony really good yeah and yeah and she does get caught she catches on fire and it's uh it's that was that was she a like nice pauses. shot there was a couple of shots that i noticed that were just like fucking painting they look like paintings themselves yeah. they there was really beautiful um, there was a lot of long shots in this you know yeah. really extended um moments that again i think give a good it, it it really kind of helps you put yourself into that moment. You know, you can you can empathize with whatever's happening, and yeah, those long shots were were nice. Well, almost everyone can if you have a if you have I a mean, soul and a heart. Yeah, hopefully, I'm yeah. sure there's people who are gonna watch this and just be like, that it was, was weird. Yeah. it was boring. There was no plot. I think. Like yeah, yeah, I kind of had that, and I mean, not not those negative things, but you're just like nothing happened in that movie, and I was like, mm, there to me, there's a lot that was going on, and and it, the second time around, I noticed it more um, with the looks, you know, she's kind of 
examining her because she has to paint her. Uh, anyone who hasn't seen the movie, just this is not a spoiler. She has to paint this girl, and she has to paint her without her knowing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's hanging out with her. She keeps looking at her. And then now, the second time around, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see why she was, like, thinking, oh, she's checking me out. Why is she looking at me weird, yeah. you know? And maybe that got that girl thinking, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty obvious uh, yeah. the first time I saw it, but then the second time around, I was kind of... Because the first time I saw it, I didn't like the blonde actress's acting. I don't know why. I just was like... Really? I, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I thought I, she was yeah. fantastic. No, no, no yeah. I agree. She she did an amazing job. Yeah. But, and I saw I saw the emotion and, and, her, and the performance that she was conveying the yeah. second time around a lot better. But for some reason, the first time I watched it, I was just like just not i was just like oh, i don't like her i don't like really? the way she, she I, yeah i don't know why i can't explain why she, she did a lot of acting with her eyes she did mm-hmm. with like that like that movie deserves a guinness world record for most number of doomy eyes yeah literally oh, yeah. every time they look at each other yeah i guess that's what i realized she was just so like sad you know she was just like fuck my mm-hmm. life is down the drain mm-hmm. and then you know she got happy and then she was angry and, then sad yeah, angry. then yeah. happy um, then she was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Several times over. Yeah. Uh, and then they do uh, some drugs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what that was. Yeah. Uh, a mean, plant. Heroin? <laughs> I don't also, know. why would you put it there? Uh, because the lymph nodes, it absorbs better. That's what really? I thought. Yeah. Because yeah, you do have no okay. lymph nodes in your, your pits, yeah. in mm-hmm. your neck. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, yeah, because yeah. The, the, it's drug like expert. putting it's like putting drugs on your gums because the, the skin is so thin. It gets oh. absorbed. Yeah, it'll oh, make okay. it to the bloodstream. Yeah, and then she's just fingering her pits. With oh that yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> the close up of you're like, whoa, what, what are we watching? Yeah, here? especially because there's hair, and you're like, uh, uh, are we finally getting to this? Mm-hmm. Again, there was absolutely no sex scenes in this. Yeah. I mean, they're inferred, but there's nudity. Mm-hmm. No sex scenes. Yeah, when, yeah no yeah. sex. Scenes. When they showed the armpit thing and they started zooming out, I was like, "Oh, there's not enough hair there <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> to yeah. actually be a thing it's for that century." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, but I kind of, I kind of <laughs> like that. I like that they kept it. Um, they they didn't go to the too sexual route with it because yeah. at that, I feel if they did, it would just kind of diminish the whole. It's a gimmick, message. you know, because yeah. then it's like, oh, you know, we had girls to having in sex yeah. on screen, you know, yeah. yeah. Because I know people made a really big deal about that with Brokeback Mountain. and Why, they showed it? or No, oh. they didn't. But that's the thing. You know, people were like, oh, my God, it was like watching gay porn. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, that was really subtle. Like, there's one scene in particular where, I mean, you literally, like, the you know they're about to have sex because he's undoing his belt and, like, putting down his pants. You don't see anything unfortunately um, <laughs> but it's inferred you know so you get the idea i've never seen brokeback mountain compared never compa- seen brokeback mm, mountain i've seen Dude, bits and pieces i haven't seen the whole movie Com- beautiful movie compared to i already know uh, somebody ruined it for me plot wise so i'm kind of just like but I, I should watch it um but compared to this one is it similar in the way i mean these are both forbidden loves that they know that um, that they know they can't be together yeah it's you can compare them. You definitely can. Um, I think this one, they expand a little more on, on some why they can't be together. On why they can't, right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what you get more so out of this one. Whereas, like, in Brokeback Mountain, you know that one of the guys is married, has kids, mm-hmm. and, you know, they know already there it's taboo. Here, 
both of these girls have expressed that, I mean, you know, they're just not really trying to get married or that's not what they want in life. Like, you already know that they're quote-unquote different, mm -hmm. you know, so you can already get that. I think to add to that, uh, that was a whole, I'm not going to spoil anything, but that was, I feel like that's why the director put in the maid, the thing that the maid goes through, because she's basically like, they're realizing, oh, this is not what I want in my life. Oh, and that's why that's a really good point. That's why it was so significant when at the end you saw the portrait of the blonde lady with the, the kid, the kid, mm -hmm. because they saw that with the maid. They decided that's not what they want with their lives. But in the end, that's, that's what they got. That's what they got. Mm -hmm. That's what one got. The other yeah. one didn't have to marry because she inherited her father's yeah. business or whatever. Yeah. But I was yeah. thinking too, like, fuck, dude, she's gonna just live her live alone her whole life. That's, that's got to kind of suck, yeah. too, though. But again, I mean, that kind of, like, goes back to this was the time, you know? Like, that was the only other option. Yeah, like, you if know? you were gay, you lived alone. Yeah. That you can't act on it. Well, no, I mean, you'd, if you had the luxury to live alone. True. Because yeah. the other girl didn't. She had to, she had yeah, to get married off. Get married. Yeah. The painter had the luxury because she inherited her father's business, and she was a good artist, too. Well, I mean, that girl, the... I think the blonde one might have had the potential to live alone because it seemed like they were well off. I think mm. it was just kind of like a society thing. Like, yeah, you. This is what else expected. are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you got to get married and what? Then eventually uh, have kids. Why do you guys think the sister did what she did? Let's not go into specifics on that, but like, mm. there's. I'm sure there's something there. I haven't like thought about it or dug too deep into it. I don't know. I mean, do you think she might have also been? I think maybe it was Lesbian. something similar in that she didn't want to be forced to do something that she didn't want to do. Like, she was, they're probably forcing her to get married to some dude. And Yeah. And with the interactions with the mother, they they made it seem like the mother was unhappy with her life. She didn't want, want, yeah. want what happened to her. So, naturally, that went into her daughters. So, yeah. the do yeah. both daughters felt the same way. It's like look what happened to our mother and she's unhappy. She didn't want that. And we don't want that either. I don't know if she was gay. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I mean, she made that comment how she hadn't laughed in, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, in years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And she's like, and you, you did that to me. Mm -hmm. And, oh, she even actually, now that I'm thinking about it, she says that line, you know, it takes two people to, mm -hmm. to have a laugh. Or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Right? Cause she goes, so it to be funny. To yeah, be funny. It takes yeah. two people. To yeah. Cause be funny. she goes, I didn't do yeah. anything. She goes, it takes two. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you can infer from there that she's been alone. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, what I thought was cool, how she was like sketching. She had like a little sketch of her she was making for like almost like a picture to keep, mm -hmm. to remind yeah, her a, of her. And she, yeah. <laughs> she was like, I, I, you know, I don't have anything to use. So she drew, she drew her one. Oh, that was so, I, I, I was like, okay, fuck that. That almost got me. The when she told her to draw it on page twenty eight. Oh yeah. And oh, thing, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that was shout out. That was great. That yeah. was such a good little thing to add in there. Yeah. And yeah. No. But that that brings me back to the whole like uh, the time we're living in now, where like everyone's just so interconnected, and like back then, like they they ran the risk of never seeing each other ever again. I don't want to go. And like I said, I'm not going to spoil too much of the movie, mm -hmm. but, uh, that would never happen in this mm -hmm. day and age. Like there's just fucking every, there's so much social media that, that connects everybody. And again, I was just like, 
fuck, I, I would love to know what that feels like to just live in that time where I don't have to like hop on and see somebody's stupid ass fucking comment or post on social media or anything like that. It's just like, what is that? What, what does that feel like? What is that, you know, like meeting people in your life that you'll never see again? Mm-hmm. We, we don't know what that's like. Yeah. I, yeah. I beg to differ. I think that certainly still happens, you know? Um, only if you want it to, though. But it's by choice. Yeah. Because how many I mean, how many people creep on their ex's social media? Like it's a thing now. It's like people joke about like uh, people joke about looking up their their ex their ex's new girlfriend. You know, like right, back then yeah. people nobody ever did that. Nobody had that opportunity to mm-hmm. do that. But I mean, I'm saying like, let's say you know you have this really great connection with somebody at the airport mm-hmm. you connect with them you're talking with them and then it's kind of like oh shit I, I i gotta go my my flight's about to leave thanks so much y'all separate and then it's like damn that was a really like nice thing that just happened mm-hmm. i don't know where this person's going i don't know what they're you know you know I, I don't know how to find them online that was that i don't have that anymore you know we had that connection really quickly i mean of course this is not to the scale of what these girls went mm-hmm. through but I mean, I still think that something similar could happen. But you're right; it's way easier now, you know. Like if I'm out and about, and I end up like, oh yeah, you know, let's trade information, or it's like, oh yeah, add me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I add them. Yeah. Then I'm like, well, I wonder where else I could find them. It's so easy to pretty right. pretty easy to do it. Yeah. Once you have one, once you have something, even you you, uh, even yeah. if you have a, a first name. And like something about well, him, location. you can do a Dude, Google search. Ab- oh my, absolutely! I did that the other day. Well, I was trying to find like I, I was uh, editing a video, and I was trying to find out if this person worked at this one location. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm not sure if they were the representative of this place or this place. And like, well, I know his first name, and I know he was here for this, so I type it up. Boom, found it. done. Easy. And I'm like, there's his whole name. There's his <laughs> title. I know what he does. Cool. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's insane. It's it's yeah. yeah. I just uh, that's what I was thinking about when I was watching that movie. I was just like, what would it be like to be in that? Really quick, I want to talk about the opening. So we went and saw this at the Alamo Draft House, and everyone knows that it's famous for the no talking policy. Oh, yeah. Did you guys get that reference in the beginning of Ethan Hawke yeah, and Julie Depley? Right in France, and it's not a French movie. But, but no, yeah. but they, aren't they in France? Yeah, I, I brought it up on the podcast yeah. before uh, the um, yeah before, before uh, um, sunrise, sunset, midnight. and midnight. Yeah. yeah, that's where that's where they got that from. I mean, I guess they were doing it because she's French. I don't know. That was the only connection. But also, it, oh sorry, but also it is similar to this movie in that the first movie it's just two random strangers and it's mm-hmm. pre social media area era who just meet each other and have this form this connection and decide to get off this train and like roam the city getting to know each other so the in a sense it is kind of similar but yep. not really was so is neon the one that's owned by the alamo guy yeah. yeah okay so he probably pulled some strings because it's his he's producing that movie yeah and he's also trying to make this thing for the alamo so he probably set that up oh no they always do that with celebrities yeah mm-hmm. but are ethan hawk and that lady really in austin Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I think that's an old thing. I, yeah, I've oh, seen okay. that one before. For, yeah, yeah, I've I, seen I, it. I, I've seen it oh, before. Okay. So I think okay. they actually made that one for the before midnight yeah, I, movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think they made it for the last one. Yeah, too. actually, yeah. they've kind of been slacking on those. <laughs> they've, <laughs> I've, I've noticed them. they've been reusing a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, we should, make, we should make one for them. Right? Dude, we should. That'd be awesome. One. Yeah, and give it to them. Um, well, 
They used to have really good ones. I'll give them that. They used to give me an intrigue, like, oh, I want to go see that. And it'd even be old movies, too. But, yeah, recently they haven't. It's just, like, replayed stuff. Yeah. So, really quick, the um, camera's about to die. We're about to hit the hour mark. So, let's go ahead and just uh, end it on a good note. Ugal, Mm -hmm. final thoughts on the movie. On Portrait of a Lady on Fire, I think that definitely it's it's a movie about love and tragedy but it's also a movie that i think a lot more people can connect to than they'll want to realize mm-hmm. you know whether you're a woman a lesbian a gay person or not you'll find that kind of a connection in a lot of the different themes that they went through this movie true i agree edward uh it's it's really good i was telling ugo the last three movies that I've seen, they were all these, uh, what do you call them? Uh, time pieces? Lesbians? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, what did you say? Because I said, I saw uh, period pieces. Period pieces. I saw Emma, which is a great movie. I recommend you go see it. Little Women, and then this one. And I'm like, dang, all these, like, uh, these, they're all good. Lesbians, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're all lesbians. And this one is a period piece in more than one way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a raw movie. It's raw emotion. Yeah. Just it it it, uh, it really captures human experience really well. Mm-hmm. A tragic human experience. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, yeah. Very good. Good. Well, guys, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, I love the movie. I saw it twice. I recommend you go see it again, or you go see it for the first time. And if you've seen it, go see it again. It's an independent film. Support independent cinema. We need more movies like this. Yeah. Yep. Rant over. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, really appreciate all our new listeners. Thanks for Ugo, everyone who uh, came over from his um, Facebook yes. and stuff. It was mu- it's much appreciated, mm-hmm. and I hope you guys stick around and continue to uh, watch everything. Yeah. So shout out to Del Rio because a lot of them came. A lot of them are from yeah, Del, so Rio. Del Rio. Yeah, we talk about Del Rio in another podcast. Find it and let us know which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. We look forward to next week when you take when we take you back to the feature. Bye. Bye. Bye.